You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. We live. We live. <laughs> Well, so much for a day off, uh, David. Uh, this is Locked On Hornets here on the Locked On Podcast Network. We are a daily Hornets podcast. We broadcast Monday through Friday in the mornings. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, and now Spotify. Just search Locked On Hornets. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all uh, at Locked on Hornets for up-to-date information on everything that's going on around this franchise. Welcome in. This is a special uh, emergency first reaction podcast to the reports that Kimball Walker has been made available in trade discussions by the Charlotte Hornets. This report coming from Adrian Wojnarowski of uh, ESPN.com. I'm Doug Branson. I host this show. I also cover the team for FanRagSports.com. I'm joined by the man, the myth, the legend, my friend, my co-host, David Walker, who has been covering the Hornets since they were the Bobcats on AtTheHive.com. David, this is this news is not necessarily stunning, but we've talked a lot on this show about how we often take sort of the, the musings of national writers and turn them into trade rumors. Right. But this this is league sourcing by one of the best in Woj, and so you this you have to take very seriously uh, as a Hornets fan uh, that the the Hornets reportedly offering Kemba up in these trade discussions. Yeah, uh, two days ago, Doug, we talked about whether or not the Hornets might be buyers or sellers uh, at the trade deadline. I think this would be an indication of uh, selling and selling hard. <laughs> this would be an indication um, that I was incorrect. I thought that they possibly could be buying. This seems to indicate well, that they are selling. I'm also, listen, I've been on record as saying I didn't think that the Hornets would be exploring trade options for Kimball Walker. Yeah. But I also thought, this isn't stunning to me, because I also thought, like everyone else, that the Hornets were in a really difficult position. They're, they're in uncharted waters. They wanted to win and they they spent money to try to win, and they were not winning up until this past week or so. They were not beating good teams. They were not playing very good basketball, and they're still really not to a point where you would think that they could legitimately surprise anyone in the playoffs. They still haven't gotten their level of play there yet. So, you know, it, it, it's not stunning to me that they would offer up anyone in trade discussions, right. but this is certainly significant that they would be willing to deal Kimball Walker, who is their unquestioned franchise player, unquestioned best point guard in franchise history, unquestioned best player in franchise history. Right. And and that's a good point to make out here. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in here from Woj. I mean, I think the first thing right off the bat is that sources are saying that he's been Kimba has been made available in trade discussions. Um, so the talks are out there. And he also says that basically everyone else on the team has already been made available. That's Nick Batum. That's your Dwight Howard. That's your Marvin Williams, a name we've mentioned a couple of times. That's your Michael Kidd Gilchrist. And for various reasons, most of those being contract related, not many of those options have been attractive in the marketplace. Well, con- well, contract related, and I also think performance related as well. Uh, when when you talk about Nick Batum and and the, the the difficult start that he's had to this season, plus the injury concerns, Marvin Williams, it, it is three years, forty two million dollars, but it it is also uh, his age 
And then Michael Kidd Gilchrist is a wing player who cannot shoot threes. And that's always going right. to be difficult, no matter how good his defense is, no matter how aggressive he is on offense and how effective he is from, from two-point range and around the rim and in transition, it's still going to be difficult for teams to incorporate a wing, a wing player who just absolutely cannot and will not uh, shoot three-pointers. So th- there are all kinds of things working. And we've talked about this for years. I mean, this... The Hornets have have brought in system players, Steve Clifford's mm-hmm. system players, and tried to build around that. And for various reasons, it hasn't worked. Some of it is player performance. Some of it is injury. Uh, but all of these reasons have coalesced and and brought us to the situation that that the Hornets are in now, which is loaded down with contracts that aren't going away next season. That's the thing. That's you know you you read this report. And it seems like Charlotte has been – I'm going to read from the report here. Charlotte has been encouraging teams to make offers and appear eager to discuss attaching Walker to a larger trade where another team takes on one of the Hornets' several far less desirable contracts. That tells me it's not yeah. – I don't think that it's that the organization wants to trade Kimba Walker, that they have this desire to move Kimba Walker. I th- Look, the, there's no question in my mind that the franchise understands how important Kimba Walker is – to Charlotte and to basketball here and to pro basketball here, and and I don't think there's a question as to his commitment. He's been all over media saying that yeah. he would be devastated if he were traded. He's building a right. house here. Steve Clifford didn't think that Kimba Walker wanted to go anywhere, which is honestly in this day and age where players want to move and win championships and be with other players, that's surprising that he's been here so long on – on really good deals. I mean, he's the sixth highest paid player on the team and he's the absolute best player on the team that he would that he would be loyal to Charlotte, that he would want to stay here. That's that's I think surprising to some. And yet I think all of that speaks to where the Hornets are right now, which is in a place where they're they are spinning their wheels as an organization and now looking to try maybe possibly looking to try to do something about that. Right. And so clearly the first move was to unload some of these contracts to give themselves a little more flexibility. This almost feels like the last ditch effort to do so. Right, Doug? Because they're surely not going to unload Kimba and then still be saddled with these poor contracts. I mean, where would, where would that get them? So th- they're saying, you know, offer us what you can for Kimba and, and we're going to attach him to one of these larger ones. Um and they're, you know, they're basically admitting they don't have that many options left out there to do, right? And, and you said it. I mean, Rick Bunnell even tweeted out this would come as a direct contrast to what Steve Clifford has stated his wishes to be in recent weeks um, and, and indications from Kemba on his preference to be here as well. So, you know, it's interesting. I mean, there's a lot of different ways it could go, but certainly some fans have been clamoring for this too, Doug. I mean, some fans have been clamoring for a, a complete rebuild. But it tells you how tough it's going to be to do that. I mean, they, they don't just have one contract that's not attractive. They have several, right? So, like, if this is the, this would be certainly the beginning of a reset, but they're still going to have to, you know, factor in what else they would have to do to go about resetting some of this. Um, I, think, I think there's a small subset of fans who are, are definitely in for a complete rebuild, and, and we've yeah. questioned whether those fans would show up to the arena, whether they would watch this team on television, so on and so forth. I think there's also a subset of the fan base that wants the team to not spin its wheels, that wants the team to get worse, to get better, and they would stick around, but then they're also like, whoa, whoa, whoa don't trade Kimba. Right, like, don't right, move right. the franchise's yeah. best player. 
and and that's that but that's the thing that when the hornets are in the situation they're in where they have these contracts that no one else wants their options are limited it's almost as if all right listen we have to move kimba cuz he's the only one that will grease the wheels of of any kind of trade talks that we get into and when he says larger deal larger trade in this report i take that to mean like a three team kind of deal uh, where 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 you try to step in the middle of something and offer something of value in Kemba in order to address another goal, which is to move other contracts. And you've seen other t- teams do that uh, as well. I want to read a couple of these comments that we're getting on Twitter uh, reacting to this news, that uh, this report from Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN reporting that Kemba Walker being made available uh, in trade talks. Uh, Sombrero Man on Twitter says, he is the best Hornets player that has worn that uniform by far, and you want to trade him. Why? I don't get it. I feel empty right now. Uh, Adam saying, I read the article again, and my outlook has worsened. I just can't believe that this will help the team. And then uh, Keith saying, no one wants to see Kemba go, and tying another contract to the deal makes it less likely, in my opinion. That being said, many fans are tired of the consistent mediocrity. Others aren't going to sit through another tank job. They're caught between a rock and a hard place with seemingly no way out. So you can see the sort of the slightly differing uh, opinions of people on Twitter. But I think you know one thing is is definitely clear that. Uh, people love Kimba Walker. Fans love Kimba mm-hmm. Walker. They love what he's done for this franchise. And if if the Hornets were to move them, I think you're going to see a significant negative backlash by the fan base to that kind of move, despite any kind of uh, justifications. You know, despite any emails that go out that say, you know, we're we're trying to get the franchise into a place. Uh, that that can contend for a championship. I, I don't think that's that's going to necessarily jive uh, with with what fans have been seeing over the past couple of years. And this is the beginning, Doug. I mean, encouraging teams to make offers is not even the same as fielding offers, right? And I think the sticking point here is the trade market right now is pretty cold. Um, which, as our friend Nada pointed out on Twitter, that may be why they're they're putting this out there right now, or they're or they're getting into this business right now. But you have to look at what we said all along. How much are other teams going to value Kemba, right? And we don't think he's going to have as much value out there on the open market as he does here in Charlotte. So how much are they going to want to have, you know, give up for Kemba, but also be willing to, like I said, take back something else that the Hornets don't want? And David, David, we've talked a lot about that on the show, but for people that may be just joining us, let's talk through that a little bit, why we think that Kemba Walker would not necessarily – uh, uh, bring back what people think he would bring back. And we've seen people who have suggested this, fans who have suggested moving Kemba saying, you know, bring back young talent, bring back, uh, uh, you know, first round, picks. multiple first round picks. Right. And we've said, hold on, hold on, for various reasons. One, there's a lot of depth at point guard in the league. It's one of the reasons that Kemba Walker might not make the all star. Game this season because, and and he made it last season, and his stats aren't terribly different. But there's just so much guard depth in this league that it's going to naturally hurt what you would bring back for Kimba Walker, despite him playing on a pretty amazing level. And and the other thing for me is size. I think that there is, especially with championship contending teams, somewhat of a bias against point guards who uh, uh, don't provide that size at that position. It's difficult for a lot of teams 
to incorporate that. Now, it's not impossible. Could a team like San Antonio, who may be looking for a spark, they've been dealing with injuries this season, they've had offensive issues all over the place, could the team like that suddenly be interested in a Kemba Walker bringing that electricity? But then it's like, okay, you can maybe bring some young talent from away, you know, pull some of that talent away from San Antonio, but they've got no picks to offer you. It's just going to right. be a difficult position, whatever way you look at it. And his age, right there, Doug. I mean, he's he's certainly not climbing up the mountain to his prime anymore. He's in his prime, but you would think he's headed down the other side sooner rather than than later. Uh, you don't expect a steep decline anytime soon, but you know he's not he's not on the young side. And then his contract's going to come up. So so any team that takes him on is going to have that to deal with as well. So I mean, those are some of the reasons that you know he may not get back what some fans or the Hornets might not get back what some fans have maybe valued him as. It's it, it's a tricky proposition, and you just don't know what they're hearing. I mean, we say this yeah. all the time. You don't know what they're hearing. Talks when, when stuff like this gets out, it's like five or six other things that may have happened or, or in the works don't get out. Right. Well, that's important because I think we don't know for sure whether he is going to be continued to be offered in trade talks. There could have been a situation where, you know, when, when things got really bad – they right. started to put feelers out there and explore different options. Out. And then, you know, they got the news that Coach Clifford, which that news that Coach Clifford was coming back came very quickly. It was a day between him finding out that he was going to return and and them moving forward with a plan to get him to return. So, you know, the, the situations have changed very quickly for this Hornets team that has now beaten two straight teams that are top eight in the East. They've got a game... Uh, coming up tomorrow night against the Miami Heat, they win that game, and suddenly you could be talking about a team that's only three and a half, three games out of the uh, eighth spot in the Eastern Conference, and we know how desperately this organization wants to make the playoffs. So they, if if they are continuing to uh, look to see what they could get for Kemba Walker or maybe others, then suddenly they're gonna, going to have to ask themselves how important is making the playoffs this year versus – trying to look at a rebuild. I mean, th- th- listen, this is an organization right now that is is obviously trying to figure out what direction it wants to go into because, th- you know, you've got Steve Clifford who is trying to figure out a way to get this team into the playoffs, has said that he couldn't possibly see Kimball Walker wanting to leave Charlotte, and, and I can't imagine that Clifford would want to lose a-, a player with the heart and the soul and the fight and the energy and 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 the plus minus <laughs> that yeah, Kimball yeah. Walker brings along with him, and, and yet you know management is looking at it probably from a slightly different angle. So buckle your seatbelts is really all I'm right. saying because this thing could go in a lot of different directions. And it's January 19th as we speak. The trade deadline is February 8th, and we know David that so many things change on February 7th. Right. Exactly. It's going to be crazy, man. Now you can just mark that uh, date on your calendar now, though. I mean, there's there's something out there. So that'll also be interesting how they deal with this, right? We'll see tomorrow when questions get asked or maybe today. Uh, but now this is out. You know, Kimba said when he made those remarks a couple of weeks ago, he's never been in this position. He hadn't heard any of this stuff before. Well, he's going to hear it now, right? And I was so upset this- then because it was like, well, those aren't, <laughs> Those aren't rumors. Those are just people right. talking about you be because of the situation that the Hornets are in. But yes, now it's real. 
When Woj yeah. reports that league sources are telling him something, it's not. We can't say that it's deadlock true because these are unnamed sources, and we haven't heard a response from the team that does practice today. By the way, so yeah. we'll have some kind of response, you would think, by someone today. And you, you. So we don't know that it's deadlock true, but at the same time, now it's now it's real. Mm-hmm. So it may it may be true. It may not be true. It may not all the way be true, or or there may be context that we're missing. But at the same time, now it becomes a real thing, a real point of discussion. And you not only have Kimba Walker's name out there, you have Nick. You have the entire starting lineup. Oh, t- <laughs> right. The entire starting lineup has been made available in trade. That is significant. What does that do to a team? that is just starting to gel, that is just starting to get comfortable with one another, this all of a sudden makes things very uncomfortable. I would think it would be impossible for it not to. Look at that. How fast has this stuff changed? Because you mentioned the game's back, only four now. See what happens after this weekend. Uh, you got to think this didn't just come up this morning. So some of of this chatter has been happening, I don't know, a couple days, uh, you would assume. So, yeah, it's crazy, man. Uh, it's going to be interesting, you know, because this team, you're right, it's just starting to gel. Maybe they found in themselves a little bit. Clifford's back in the fold. Um, but, I, I mean, if you're a fan, right, people have been clamoring for something, for them to do something, for them to try something, at least through that stretch when it was just unbearable to watch. I mean, this goes to show you stuff is happening behind the scenes all the time. And in most cases, we don't know about 90% of it. Um It'll just be it'll be crazy how this is going to play out, though. I mean, this is not you're right. This is not a guarantee that anything is going to happen. Uh, but they're definitely they see the situation they're in. Right. And, and they're trying to do something. That's the big decision. They're trying to do something, whether it's reset or or, or just kind of regroup. Uh, it, it's becoming more and more difficult to see them being able to pull off a, a regroup, though, with some of the offers they've reportedly already put out there. Dr. E on Twitter tweeting, trading Kimba is not fun to talk about, but with a capped out lottery roster, it would be irresponsible for the Hornets not to be considering their options. Next season, Kimba Walker is under contract. They do not have to make a move now, but there are going to be opportunities for early extension talks. And any talk of extending Kimba Walker is going to result in this team going into the uh, the luxury tax. Right. It's bottom line. Like without moving other contracts, signing Kimball Walker will result in this team paying the luxury tax. And the big question is, would this team want to pay the luxury tax if they're not sure that this roster, as currently constructed, has a shot at not just making the playoffs? You don't you don't pay the luxury tax just to make the playoffs, David. Mm-hmm. That's uh. not but that's not good business. That doesn't make any sense. Because that that's not going to get people yeah, excited. The same people that are being yeah. That's not anyone being cheap. Let's just go. No, no. But like but that. you see people saying, "Well, I, you know, I don't want the Hornets just to make the playoffs. I don't want them to be an eighth seed. That means they're not going to the arena. So you don't you don't pay the luxury tax so that people are bored with your team. You pay the luxury tax if you're Washington and you have two legitimate possible superstars in John Wall and Bradley Beal, and you try to construct a team that can get to the second round and maybe surprise and get into the conference finals. That's when you pay the luxury tax. We don't pay the luxury tax to make eighth place in the Eastern Conference. And so if the team isn't sure that this roster can go and, and get a fifth or a fourth seed, get that home 
playoff first round series and then win it, then what what would you have them do? Especially, look, they've explored the options. According to this report, reportedly explored the options. I want to be careful. I'm trying, really trying to be careful. Right. Uh, but Nick Batum, they've offered him, they, they've reportedly offered him up. Dwight Howard reportedly offered him up. Marvin Williams reportedly offered him up. MKG, same thing. Rebuffed. We heard that same kind of chatter about the Hornets exploring options in the offseason to acquire Jimmy Butler. They were rebuffed. Yeah. And they, that's they, to they, be, they you know, well, who do you pin that on? Who do you pin that on? Uh, you know, that they that they can't move these pieces that they worked so hard to acquire. Remember, they signed Marvin Williams and Nick Batum at the expense of losing Jeremy Lin, Courtney Lee, and Al Jefferson. Now, Jeremy Lin, obviously unfortunate, suffered the injury there in Brooklyn, was out most of the year. Al Jefferson, that looked more and more like a good decision as his production and body started to decline. And then Courtney Lee has played good basketball for, that's probably the the one that you look at and go, man, wish they would have made a little bit more of a push for Courtney Lee because that two-way, that three and D would have been very good for this, this Hornets franchise. Yeah, but he's not. You know, he hasn't turned in star numbers for New York. But at the same time, you know that that would have been, again, that would have been a good asset to hold on to. But these were the decisions that the that the front office made to acquire. You know, to keep Nick Batum and Marvin Williams, and to trade for Miles Plumlee that resulted in Dwight Howard. Can't move any of them. Nope. No, they can't move any of them. All right, it's uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I think we've covered. <laughs> it's a bit shocking. I think we've shocking. we've read some we've read some comments. We tried to cover all of the 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 points. The points being that uh, Kimball Walker, best player in franchise history, putting up, uh, putting up slightly less efficient numbers than last season. But at the same time, like if you look at his on court versus off court, this team can't score without him on the floor. I mean, it's 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 crazy. This is a team that's just starting now to gel and get comfortable with one another, just starting to beat good teams. And then you have this report come out. Are the Hornets still exploring trade options, or was this something that happened earlier? Were they testing the waters, essentially? That's that's a question that may not get answered, but is certainly important. And the other important question is, what, does, what do these reports what will they do to the team chemistry? What will they do to the team's performance? Will it have an effect at all? Or will these players who now have their names out on ESPN.com as being made available be able to put that stuff aside and, and go out there and, and still win basketball games for Charlotte? It all starts Saturday, uh, and, and we hope you stick with us here on Locked On Hornets uh, on Twitter, at Locked On Hornets. We'll be live tweeting that game from in the building And uh, thanks so much for listening. You can listen to us on Spotify now. So if you already have Spotify and you want to move our podcast over there, just search on Spotify for Locked on Hornets and we'll pop up. You can subscribe to us there and uh, have all your music and your Hornets news in one place. Uh, Thanks, uh, David, uh, for joining me here on this emergency edition, this first reactions to the report on ESPN, that Kimball Walker available in trade discussions. We'll have more on this next week. We'll be back Monday morning. Subscribe, rate, review, iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, now Spotify, Locked on Hornets, and tell a friend where you can find the best Hornets talk anywhere.
For David, I'm Doug, saying go Hornets, go America, let's swarm Charlotte.